CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. It's Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clute is here again for your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, the latest headlines, and more. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin is up almost 0.8% and Ether up about 0.3%. The discount to net asset value, NAV, for the $19 billion plus Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, continues to narrow in the wake of asset manager BlackRock's application to open a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States. The discount to NAV fell to as low as 26% at one point last week, the lowest level since May 2022, and it currently sits at about 27%. As a note, Grayscale is owned by Digital Currency Group, which is the same company that owns Coindesk. And if you can't get enough, we have a Grayscale headline for you after the break. Today's crypto market coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk Markets Analyst Lilo Ledesma. Bitcoin is currently trading at $30,408, while Ether is trading at $1,868 per token, according to the Coindesk Market Index. And shifting to the traditional markets. In the US, the Dow Industrial Average is up 0.9%, the S&P 500 gained 0.3%, and the Nasdaq Composite ticked up 0.2%. In Europe, the regional stock 600 and Germany's DAX added 0.8%, while London's FTSE 100 is down 0.2%. In Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is up 1%, the Shanghai Composite gained 0.6%, and Japan's Nikkei 225 was flat. In commodities markets, Brent crude, that's the international benchmark for oil, increased 0.6%, trading hands at $78.30 per barrel. Gold is also up 0.6%, trading hands at $1,936 per troy ounce. First Republic, our regional banking crisis indicator, is down 10%, trading at 67 cents. The U.S. CPI report comes out tomorrow, so keep an eye out for that. There could be some market fireworks. Today's traditional market coverage comes from MarketWatch. And stay tuned for after the break when we'll take a look at privacy and the central banks and, yet again, lawsuits. Back in a minute. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. 
It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, may be subject to capital gains tax. Crypto data firm Arkham Intelligence stirred controversy Monday by announcing a new service aimed at unmasking the owners of digital wallets, angering privacy-focused crypto advocates. It turns out Arkham has already been leaking its own customers' private information, a revelation that also seems to have emerged on Monday. Putting a spotlight on Arkham's own approach to user privacy, just as it was rolling out a service meant to unmask crypto wallet owners on a massive scale. And so what Arkham unveiled was the, quote, Intel Exchange, a marketplace for placing bounties on the identity of anonymous crypto wallets. While wallet labeling services such as Nansen and Chainalysis have long rankled privacy-focused corners of the crypto universe, Arkham's plans for a bounty-focused marketplace hit a particular chord. Who knows what kind of behavior a bounty hunter incentive structure would encourage? Call it a white market for doxing services, which sounds fantastical, but this isn't exactly some kind of conspiracy theory. Arkham also announced an airdrop of its token Monday, which the company describes as, quote, Intel to earn. Clearly, incentives could align for some brash tactics from those desperate to earn tokens and those desperate to harass people they may or may not know in the crypto community. Instead, we should call it what it is, an infringement on privacy. And while privacy is one of those things many claim to not need because they, quote, aren't hiding anything, so what? Just because I'm not hiding anything doesn't mean I have to show you everything. You have a right to keep your financial and personal identifying information safe and private, especially in a world where this type of data has become a favorite type of currency for the big tech companies. Stay safe out there, everyone. Coindesk's Danny Nelson has the story. Lawyers for Grayscale, a crypto asset manager, criticized regulators on Monday for approving a leveraged Bitcoin-based exchange-traded fund, or ETF, amid the company's lawsuit over the SEC's rejection of its own spot Bitcoin ETF application. In a letter made out to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit, which Grayscale tweeted out, alleges the SEC approved a leveraged ETF, that is, an ETF that uses debt to increase returns, in late June that is, quote, even riskier than its traditional Bitcoin-based future exchange-traded products, or ETPs. Do note that Grayscale is a subsidiary of Digital Currency Group, which is Coindesk's parent company. Grayscale's lawyers said in the letter that, quote, while the commission could theoretically correct its discriminatory treatment of spot Bitcoin ETPs by rescinding its approval of all Bitcoin-based ETPs, the commission makes clear it has no intention of doing so, end quote. For the record, the SEC rejected Grayscale's application to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, or GBTC, into an ETF last year, prompting the company to file an appeal against the regulatory agency alleging a violation of the Administrative Procedures Act. The D.C. Circuit Court heard arguments from both parties in March, and a ruling may come by the end of the year. The Bank for International Settlements, or BIS, said in a report sent to finance ministers of the world's 20 largest economies 
the G20, that crypto's, quote, inherent structural flaws make it unsuitable as a monetary tool. The BIS, basically a super central bank, cited issues of instability, inefficiency, and accountability that outweigh potential innovative benefits of crypto. Despite the millions of retail and institutional investors getting involved in the growing sector, the report said, quote, crypto has so far failed to harness innovation to benefit society, adding that crypto remains largely self-referential and does not finance real economic activity. Inherent structural flaws make it unsuitable to play a significant role in the monetary system, end quote. Now we've talked about this and the BIS on the show before, so I'll be brief. This position is not only unsurprising, it's also completely incorrect. It's not surprising because crypto threatens to decentralize central banks, and that's not so fun for those in power. It's completely incorrect because you can just look at one counterexample of crypto financing real economic activity, even if it is an edge case that's still financing, quote, real economic activity. The example I'll cite among the many comes from a company called Gridless a company which helps finance electrical microgrids in rural Kenya by mining Bitcoin. These are areas which didn't have electricity before the Bitcoin-powered microgrids made their appearances. There will be a link in the show notes to a Coindesk.com profile on the company. There are also other examples, but you get the point. Crypto is financing real economic activity. So just say what it is that is bothering you, BIS. You are upset that a decentralized money system is coming up that may just unseat you as a centralizing force. Coindesk's Jack Schickler reports. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line, Markets Daily. I'm George Kaloudis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.